You are listening to the sounds of K-Bomb, K-B-O-M, Seaside City. You're about to listen to Spirit of 77. Heavy gaze in Seaside City. What is Spirit of 77, you may ask? Takes the best parts of a bad decade and makes a role-playing game out of them. Evil Knievel and Pam Greer. Alice Cooper and Bruce Lee. The Dukes of Hazard and the Six Million Dollar Man. And of course, Shaft. Spirit of 77 is a combination of muscle cars and Mack trucks, CB radios and kung fu fighters, cross-country road races and big scores in the big city with a killer soundtrack. Can you dig it? Now stay tuned to K-Bomb for heavy games in Seaside City with your DJ, Anton K. Cool. So welcome to Heavy Gigs in Seaside City. It's a tabletop RPG adventure using Roll20 and the Monkey Fun Studio game Spirit of 77. Uh, my name is Anton. I'll be your DJ. Uh, I can promise you that uh, you may have seen things like this, but what you're going to hear about in Seaside City, uh, the campaign setting and everything, has uh, been created with a lot of love and care, and I hope you enjoy this little adventure. Now, uh, without further ado, I'm going to get right into the game, and we'll learn about our wonderful players as we go. So let's rock and roll. Um, it's 10 minutes till midnight, and the... Uh, the light from the top of K-Bomb Studios shines bright as you draw closer to the beautiful seaside strip known as the Stretch. The Stretch is a uh, 10 blocks of oceanfront property that make Rodeo Drive look like a strip mall in Altoona, PA. Uh, while all the buildings are still lit up and uh, operating uh, at the midnight hour, the one with the largest light out front is known as Sweetwells. And this is where our story starts. The room smells like great bubblegum and dry ice. And the music pumps out of the wall-mounted speakers like the heartbeat of uh, the Lord of Funk as he drives his groove train on another midnight run. Beams of neon light cut through the manufactured fog of the dance club, spinning technicolored love on all those who want to be seen and casting shadows in the right places to obscure those who don't. So the lovely Vanessa Sweetwell, played by our ever-groovy John Bunger. Please describe yourself to the people, John. Uh, beautiful Vanessa Sweetwell with her long legs, toned muscles. Dark feathered hair, green eyes, wearing her Daisy Dukes roller skates into the club. <laughs> Fantastic. She sits at the back corner of the dance club watching the patrons pay two bucks more for mixed drinks just to be seen in the hottest club in town. Her eyes glance at the golden pocket watch hanging from her neck. The client she'd been waiting for was late, and Vanessa can't stand when folks are late. John, across the way, you see a short, round man. Uh, he's wearing a, wearing a fur coat, and he's flanked by two larger men in crisp black suits. And he's making his way towards you, but he looks about as at home at a dance club as, uh, you know, a uh, two-legged dog would look at a dog track. Um, he just doesn't look like he belongs here. He's kind of greasy, uh, kind of <laughs> gross-looking. Uh, I want you to go ahead. I mean, if this make... is my character, I'm going to beat the crap. No, no, it's... Kind of a disgusting-looking guy. Um, I'd like you to go ahead and uh, make a soul roll. I believe that is your uh, the intuition roll. Um, soul inaugural roll. roll. Yeah, the oh, inaugural snap. roll. All right, man. Let me get my D6s. Uh, so what do I got to do to roll? I just roll a D6 and add roll my... Roll your soul. Yeah, it's 2d6, I 2D6. believe. 2d6, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's why I was practicing getting my dice ready. <laughs> suckers. Oh, Ooh. Nice. Ooh, yeah. You, uh, 
you 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 have a natural air about you. You've been around the town long enough. You know you know the ins and outs of the shadowy places in this world, and and you've seen enough stuff uh, with your spotted history. You know these two boys uh, that are flanking this weird and greasy looking man are packing heat of some sort, and uh, and it's not normal heat. They might be armed with X Tech, and you're only getting that because you rolled so high. Um, oh, okay. But these, uh, these gen- you know weapons, you collect weapons, you love weapons, you sell weapons, and whatever these boys are carrying. So I just, I see like a little blue glow from uh, emanating from the inside of their trench coat. Exactly. Like, uh, just where I see the bulge of the weapon. Yep. I'm like, okay. It's a little bit of a, a like a ion kind of discharge. There's something yeah. around there. Weapon, or if they're just happy to see you. <laughs> the little, the little uh, crackle of electricity here and there. I kind of can sense. You can kind of pick up on it, and it, it definitely triggers you that uh, that this guy might be the guy you're supposed to meet with, but those two fellows with him, you know, you you might not have been prepared for whatever this is. Okay. Uh, so that definitely. Is- are, are my uh, my friends in the club? They are not. They are not. Uh, you are currently in the club. Francis is at the door. I believe in the notes I sent you. You know who Francis is? Uh, no, I have not had time at all today to look at anything. All so sent me stuff, but yeah, yeah. The doorman is at the door. Um, you know, he's 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 doing his normal security work. There's pe- there's enough people in the club though that if you needed somebody to uh, lend you a hand, they oh, definitely. God would be there to lend you a hand. Yeah, I think I think Francis would be able to lend me a hand. Read, I'm looking at what you sent me right now. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to um, describe Francis? Or we, not, to... not until we bring him into play. Francis okay. is a bit, of a, a bit of a mystery until Francis comes into play. I'll just say, is, I'll is just say a large shadowy figure is my yeah. Large shadowy figure, okay. Um, so not very, a talking mule. Very <laughs> large shadow. All right. Uh, so the short man has the face that you would uh, you would have a hard time thinking even a mother would love. He re- he resembles an aging chihuahua, complete with the broken bottle teeth and wet bug eyes. Right. As he uh, as he draws closer to you, that uh, great bubble gum incense that's mixed in with the dry ice in the club to cover up that smell of uh, of patchouli and burnt leaf. Um, you know, just in case the cops walk in. I gag a little bit. Yeah, it's not strong enough to mask this guy's pungent. Aroma. It's like a walrus. It, it makes it worse. Yeah. It's uh, like the smell of patchouli and body odor stirred up together. Pr- pretty much. It's like being at a con in a wheelchair. You're just right between pit stank and ass funk. You're just in that cloud. Awesome. Uh, he saunters up to you with the confidence of a man who is probably ten times as handsome as he is. I uh, I lean so that my, uh, my hand is kind of hidden behind me and it's on... Uh, the butt of my uh, sawed-off shotgun, which has a concealed weapon ability, which is kind of nice. tucked in behind my halter top. <laughs> Whereas, uh, and my long hair covers the other the part of it, you know. Fantastic. Um, and I look at this greasy fuck. Do I do I know the name of who I'm supposed to meet? Yeah, his, you're supposed to be meeting a person named Boris Himdolf. <clears throat> okay. Ow! Oh, are you Boris? Uh, good evening, you sweet well. My name, yes, my name is uh, is Boris Hindolf. Uh, we, we would have been on time, but the um, uh, 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 he looks over at the shadowy figure at the door. Um, the, gen- the gentleman you have watching the door, he held us up. Uh, perhaps. Yeah, you're not really matching the dress code of our place, Mister. 
Oh, I, I did not get a memo that there was a, a dress code. I, I am so sorry. Uh, kind of common sense. Look around yourself. I am not uh, as he's an older gentleman. Uh, I am not uh, the young one of the young kids uh, who frequents these sorts of establishments. Uh, but I was told that you could supply a man with the uh, the what? right tools for a job. Let's get you out of the light where people can't see you. <laughs> gladly, gladly. Shall we meet somewhere a little more private? Let's let's go to the back booth over here. Yes, ma'am. After you. John clearly didn't want the listeners to fall in love with him. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so, you know, she That's rolls. Her. She gets gets up, <laughs> does a little backwards roller skate boogie to the, to the back corner, waving at her friend, uh, waving at people, acting like there's nothing going on, you know, waving at us. Is it... Is it like uh, the club hopping right now? Or what's oh, it? yeah. It's it's packed out. It's pa- There's a line that's been around the block since about noon. The uh, club right. doesn't even open until 9. All right. Yeah, it's just it's packed out. But there's a there's enough people and enough kind of dark corners that you could get away with pretty much anything in here. I'm, 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 I've been trying to make eye contact there with uh, Francis. So oh, let him. Yeah, if, if you need him, he's seen you. Okay. All right, man. <laughs> so uh so what's the situation well i am uh what are you looking for <laughs> as as you say uh i am uh i am a carpenter with uh with quite a large um job coming up i have quite a few uh subordinates who will be needing tools for the work site uh fully supplying 25 shall we say skilled laborers with uh, safety equipment and tools. I will also need at least two large uh, excavation devices, uh, things that can really move some earth, if you, if you uh, catch my meaning. <laughs> she does not. Right, exactly. No, I know that. Uh, uh, I, I, I think you might be in the wrong place. I don't uh, have construction equipment. Madam, I, um, subterfuge, uh, weapons. I need, I need big guns. Oh! Oh my god. I gotcha. You guys are picturing Fran Drescher right now. Yeah, I got Right on the money. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, Fran Drescher at 97, maybe. You know, <laughs> a, a, a guy in drag dressed as Fran Drescher, maybe. <laughs> uh, all right, man. So she, yeah, she, she'll tell this dude that, uh, yeah, man, she'll she'll tell this dude that she does not, uh, she'll, she'll have to gather that stuff. She'll need a little bit of time to get all that worked up and then, uh, uh, I don't know if she'd tell him outright, but she wants to have Buddy check this guy out. Well, she actually has already sent Buddy, if you had read the messages earlier, which is fine. Uh, she's already sent Buddy to check this guy's out. Uh, but Buddy is actually on location. Well, excuse me. At this, guy's me. <laughs> at this guy's hotel, getting ready to check him out. Well, the listeners oh, don't nice know that. That's true. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're about to. Uh, he says, uh, I am willing to pay $5 million Holy uh, shit. to make it quick. 
Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think we can now uh, work something out. And now you're waiting for a phone call from Buddy. Speaking of Buddy. K-Bomb weather. It's a comfortable 69 right now. The high of 77 and a low of 45 tonight. And if you need uh, 45 on the low tonight, then go see Rico out behind of uh, Taco Tontos there along the shoreline. That's K-Bomb weather. We're the bomb. Down the stretch at the Barrio's Luxury Hotel, the amber-colored lights play off the logos of one of the most well-known businessmen in this country. Uh, this real estate, estate mogul, Ronald DeBarros, made his living off of the backs of his employees, building what he considered to be a lifestyle brand. Opulence and exclusivity is the name of the game in any of his locations. From his gold-plated fire hydrants at his fancy pet parks, no mutts allowed, he hates mixed breeds. Or his five-story high nameplates emblazoned with the name, his name on the side of every building he owns. Ronald is known for his excessive wealth and taste and his pushes for exclusivity. It's a favorite spot for visiting dignitaries from Russia, South Africa, and most of the European countries. Uh, provided they have the money and influence to spend. You would be hard-pressed to find a, a working man anywhere near one of these places, unless they were in the kitchen or vacuuming the floor or somewhere in the back, but some are sight unseen. However, on this particular night, around the back near the entrance to the boiler room, we find a blue-collar detective on the hunt for some information. The great Buddy White, played by Bob France. Describe yourself, Bobby. Buddy White is six foot four, two hundred and sixty-five pounds of blonde head, gray and blue soul, baby. He is a he's a man's man. He's a tough guy. He doesn't move too well, but he's a force to be reckoned with. Now he's uh, he's working on a lock that he was told by his contact in the kitchen would be left open. See, Buddy's connected to a lot of people in town. Uh, However, it seems that 20 bucks does not pay for very good informants because this door seems to be locked up uh, tighter than Fort Knox. Now, uh, buddy, I'm going to need you to figure out how you plan on getting in this door because until that's the only way you're going to be able to get to the elevator to get up to this suite and check out what's going on. Is there anybody around? No, it seems dead back here. I am going to look to my left and see if I see anybody coming to my left. Is there anybody coming to the left of this alleyway that I'm hanging out in? There seems to be nobody on your left. Is there anybody on my right as I, I look right down this alleyway? Is there no traffic at all? No traffic at all. crazy block. A kitty cat? Sitting on top of a trash can is about all you see. Now I need to get through this door to get through to the elevator. Correct. Now you can, you know, make a brains roll to try to pick the lock. You make a mic roll to try to break open the door. It's your choice, man. It's well, I don't, I don't, I don't think, uh, I think with, uh, to pick a lock is, a is, a let me see here. If I want to pick a lock, I think that's a hustle thing. It looks like in my hustle is not there. Hi. I just want to make sure we are on the same page here with my 
abilities and skills if you will. So hustle is running, leaping, or otherwise moving quickly, dodging or tumbling, throwing, shooting, or deflecting projectiles, sneaking Operate. or hiding. Operating normal mechanical devices. Right, but under brains, it's uh, it's performing uh, repair, build, or dismantling something. I would consider that being dismantling to try to get. Let's it. give that a let's give that a brain roll. You understand? Here. Let me see that brain roll. Delicious. And that is a nine on the brain good roll. God, what a good roll. Uh, yeah, you you crack that that lock no problem. Tumbles a little left, tumbles a little right. Moves your hands this way and that, and you are inside that door. Wonderful. Now you've been sent here to investigate. And I go ahead. Slide through the door very quickly. I bring my big frame through that door to see how fast we can get through this hallway. <laughs> now you've been sent here to investigate a potential client, Vanessa Sweetwell, uh, by the name of mm -hmm. Boris Sindolf. Uh, he's a new player in town. No one really knows much about this guy. However, Miss Sweetwell only deals in uh, untraceable bills, diamonds, or gold. So a client must have payment on hand before a deal will be approved. And as none of the banks around town who would deal with such things have reported an influx of raw capital, you're checking this guy out to make sure that he has the funds for the goods he's requesting. Uh, inside the boiler room, you, you notice it smells a little funky in here. And not in a good way. It's funky like a monkey in here, baby. Yeah, it's it smells real strange. In the boiler room. Yeah. Boiler rooms are normally hot. This is where all the mechanics of the building be running, be doing their thing. So I, I, I guess I would like to investigate the smells coming from this room. Now, is there any particular corner of the room where the smell is coming? What is the odor? What kind of pungent odor is coming around these corners? It smells like vegetation, like rotting vegetation. That's a strange smell to be having in a boiler room and only there's mechanical equipment here and there. Vegetation. Yeah. Don't make a liquor sense. But White's going to have to investigate where these smells is coming from. So I'm going to mosey on over very smoothly, if you will, even though I'm not that smooth because I got a negative one hustle. Stand. But I'm gonna pick my I'm gonna pick my cane up, and I'm gonna try to move as gracefully as I can over to this pungent odor that you described. And you see uh, four or five large black plastic bags that seem to be stuffed to the brim with something that the odor seems to be coming from, and they've all been tied off at the top with uh, orange strips of tape. That is some strange looking paraphernalia, if you will. Some strange looking stuff coming from this boiler room. Um, maybe with my trusted pocket knife, I could perhaps cut open one of these bags to see its contents, if you will. Go for it. You, uh. So I reach, so I reach into my skin tight <laughs> bell bottom jeans and I pull out my trusted pocket knife and I flip it open and I give that bag a little cut to see if I can see what And in these uh, bluish green uh, plant leaves fall out. Um, bluish green? Yeah, you're, no, you're, 
<clears throat> you're you're used to to looking at, at, at marijuana, and this kind of looks like marijuana, except now. It, now let me let's let's get this straight, Mister DJ. Buddy White don't truck with no with no reefer addicts. You understand that ain't his that ain't his scene, baby. But I've been on the streets. I've been on the streets for a long time, and I know. What that ganja looks like, baby. Well, this this doesn't look like. I drink a little whiskey. I drink a little whiskey yeah. and wine from time to time, but I don't really truck with that reefer, baby. <laughs> my mind, my mind is a sharp tool, baby, and I know that reefer will dull that knife, will dull that tool, baby. So I don't mess with that. Well, stuff. this is th- this looks like just from smelling it, you could dull a samurai sword. Uh, <laughs> it seems to be uh, it seems to be crackling with a, a blue bioluminescent energy. I might have to roll a brains on that one. Maybe use some of my encyclopedia memory. See if I know anything useful about this this subject. See what I got here. Ooh, I don't know shit about this. <laughs> yeah, this drug. This is just some strange. Drugs ain't my scene, baby. <laughs> this is just strangeness to you. Um, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a a, a leaf of it, if you will. And I'm gonna put it in my my pocket because nice. tonight I'm wearing my black my black leather blazer, if you will. I ain't wearing my normal my normal brown blazer. I got my black blazer on because I'm doing some some like, incognito your stuff. stealth blazer. Uh, my stealth my stealth black blazer. So I'm gonna put it in my in, in my inside pocket of my black leather blazer. You understand? And just just try to maybe take a look at it with my photographic memory, you understand, my encyclopedic memory, and just kind of move on. If you I imagine it. that he narrates everything he does to himself. I was thinking of myself. Yes. So he's, <laughs> he, he tries to be really stealthy, but he's, he's got a game, <laughs> and he's talking about what he's doing. So, uh, there's make... some crazy old man talking to himself in my hallway. I'm, I'm not talking to myself. This is, this is in a monologue. <laughs> so, uh, you gonna make your way to the elevator? I'm gonna, I'm gonna mosey on over, very, very stealthily. Maybe perhaps leaning against the wall, checking each corner. Is it a straight path? Yeah, it's a pretty straight path. To the, I'm, a, I'm gonna put a little hitch in my giddy up, if you will. I love it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move on. All right, you make that, it. That elevator. You make it to the elevator. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a freight elevator that takes you directly to the roof. Uh, which would be overlooking the um, the 58 story building. Um, you'd be on the top of the 58 story building, uh, giving you. Uh, damn, it's a big building. It is a big building. It'll give you a view of the. Uh, they didn't make them like they make them like this when I was coming up in Seaside too. <laughs> it's one of the newer buildings. In the elevator, you arrive at top of the the 58 story building. It's a bit cold up there, but you have a fantastic view of the ocean as the moonlight sparkles on the sea like diamonds. Uh, and you can hear giggling from the uh, from your vantage point uh, over over the side of the building. 
Over the side of the building? Yeah. Well, okay. So the way the top of the building is set up, if you kind of make your way to the edge, you can look over and see the the external pool that's on top of the building where the suite. Okay. okay. So there's a there's a bunch of uh, lovely ladies sitting around the pool, uh, you know, swimming and and laughing and having a good time. Do I smell any reefer? You do. <laughs> I, I figured as much. These girls is reef fanatics. He doesn't truck with those girls. I don't truck with them girls, baby. And they all seem to be outside, but uh, you can tell from your vantage point on the roof that there's a you know there's a pretty sizable window wall that has been opened up and that leads into this apartment or this uh, hotel room, this luxury suite. Uh, and this is uh, where you, you've come to investigate if you can get down and in there. Shit, I don't know why uh, Vanessa Sweet would send me on such a terrible task with my bad leg <laughs> and my cane, but I do what she asks me to do because she's been so kind to old buddy throughout the years. I'm gonna try my best to get my big ass down. <laughs> <sighs> Like, I guess I'm going to have to roll a hustle on something like this. And I tell you what, it ain't going to go well, but I'm going to try my best. <laughs> I, I, as, I, as I get ready as I get ready to perform this task, I'm going to bite my lip and, may, and maybe say a couple curse words that I normally would not utter in the, in the company of fine women. But these girls, they're reefer addicts, you understand? So they used to hear such foul talk. So let's, let's see what happens. Ooh, that's a bad roll. Not <laughs> that's a bad roll, baby. Maybe we got some extra. I believe okay, I can get there, XP there for such a tail. Is there a rule for that in this? Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a terrible roll. I believe I actually get XP for such a shitty roll. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah. I'm trying I, to I believe I've actually works, gotten two XP so far because it's below six. Those are two terrible ass <laughs> rolls. Yep. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So you you uh, you stutter and uh, and, and stammer and kind of fall your way down. Uh, I roll my big ass down, <laughs> and they don't seem to notice a thing. Oh. Now wow. you you know that you made way too much noise. I practically broke the damn glass, my big ass. But they. These women don't seem to have heard anything. They're laughing, they're joking, they're passing their glass pipes around. They seem very just into what they're doing. Uh, you think you could fly a jet plane into the wall and they would- I practically it did, baby. Right. <laughs> and they would have no idea. So, uh, so you're like, okay, all right, all right. Uh, and now you have a clear vantage point into the, uh, the this luxurious suite. And it's all decked out in gold. It's got paintings of dogs playing poker with golden frames around it. Uh, you, you know, it's classy, then, baby. <laughs> uh, you know, the the the, it's the got a painting. velvet Elvis painting. Oh, baby! I was going to say it actually a velvet uh, panther painting is, right. is what was written right here. Um, oh, there you go. And uh, you know, it you know one that you would think would look real groovy, black light on it. Uh, it's got a water bed, big old water bed, um, all sorts of just. And, um, you know, the, the, the height of luxury seems to be uh, no expense has been spared in this kind of place. And let me ask you, there's no dudes around? 
None that you can see. That's strange. It's a different kind of game than I thought, maybe. <laughs> That's a strange... Because I mean, normally... Normally when there's beautiful women around that are smoking that reefer, they're going to be some fellas that are trying to take advantage of young girls such as this. So I'm surprised there's no scuzzy gentlemen around. Exactly. Mm, I don't like it. So what you going to do? Like it. Well, I, I mean, if they didn't hear me fall, uh, I guess I'm just going to... Like, they're all just kind of hanging out by a pool. Where am I in relation to... Because I was coming down from below. Right. So I just kind of fell into... Like a... Like a... Like, a, <laughs> like I imagine I fell into like... Like a... Like... like. Uh, Let me jump like, over to the map. Let me, I'll, I'll draw some rudimentary stuff for you. I'm just trying to figure, like, did I fall into like a fucking like table and chairs or something? An umbrella up my ass? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to... Can, I'm trying to figure out what Can you see the shapes I'm drawing? Hang on, let me see. Okay. I gotta zoom out. That's such a, a terrible roll. Uh, yes, I'm, I can see the squares and stuff. Is that is that you that you're yeah, drawing? I'm that? Draw yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So that's it. the pool, right? Okay. All right, so do I have like just a pen tool in here? Freehand, there we go. Yeah. That's the pool. They're, they're kicking it around the pool. Some of them are in the pool. This is where the ladder was that you came down from the roof. So the roof was up here above this kind of square that's over here. This uh -huh. is where the the dividers are, the glass dividers that open up into the apartment. So you were here, essentially. You've moved over this way. They don't seem to have noticed you at all at the pool. Inside. And the doors, are, the glass, the glass doors are just wide open. Yeah, they're wide open and leading I, into the into the you know the the complex or into the the luxury. Now how? Now the luxury suite, like, is it well lit? Yeah, like, it's very well. The, got chandeliers everywhere. So I'm just I'm just being I'm trying to be uh, I'm trying to be stealthy in but fuck the stealthy. I'm just gonna act like I'm supposed to be there. I'm just gonna move around like I'm just supposed to be there. That's all. Fuck it. Right on. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna move on in smooth as could be, baby. Like just that's it. So you start uh you start making your way into the building. You've uh you kinda go past this little pool area kind of foyer place with all the paintings and stuff where they were. Uh huh. There's a door over here that's open, and there's a door over here that's open. Just tell me which way you wanna go, bro. And now when you say open, like they're like French doors that are open yeah, into like, the room. Like double doors into the room. They're open. I guess I'm just gonna walk around like uh, I, I'm supposed to be here. If I see a bar, I may fix myself a drink <laughs> and act like I'm just I'm just part of the party, baby. I'm just one of the dudes kicking it with these fine ladies. Fantastic. So you make your way over here. I'm just gonna make it. I'm here, just gonna gotta, mingle. I'm gonna mingle. Let me see if I can. You gotta like. There's no listeners aren't seeing this map though, so you gotta make sure. Okay, so sorry. I'm, I'm gonna mosey on over. So you make you make your way. I'm gonna. I, I walk. Okay, go ahead, Anton. You make your way through this uh, this kind of the waiting area. It's got a tiled floor. There's towels hanging on the walls. Uh, there's a there's like one of those vinyl couches, that, the kind that you can sit on if you're wet, and uh, and not mess up. It seems to be a room that's been put together just for the the use of a pool. A cabana. Uh, kind of, yeah. Um, and as you make your way uh, north into uh, the, the room that would be what would be more interior into the building, 
you, you find yourself in kind of a, a strange setting. There's a, there's a bedroom. It's set with a large bed. It's like a California king. There's a dresser against the far wall. There's a, you know, what looks like a, a, a small chair of some sort inside the room. There's a couple of suitcases. Men's clothes, very, very, uh, look like made for a man who's very slight, uh, very short. Um, seem to be lined, laid out onto the bed. Very nice clothes. Uh, but what, what strikes your attention is over here on the dresser, there is a, uh, there's a, a, a glass box and it seems to be emanating this, uh, this light blue glow. And that now, seems to have caught so your is attention. It the, is it the same, is, is it the same color blue glow that's, that was coming from the marijuana leaves earlier? It does indeed. Okay. Um, well, I guess if I see that, I'm going to kind of move over to the, uh, the clothes, kind of rummage around those on the bed, see what I can find. Not much anything up too much because I don't want to look like it's been trifled through or anything like that. Right. Kind of sniff around the bed, um, kind of looking over my shoulders to make sure nobody has seen me come in here. But I'm going to do it kind of quickly because, um, again, I don't want to just be caught rummaging through someone's bedroom. I'll move over to the suitcase, kind of flip through that a little bit, dig in, uh, see if I find anything. Is there anything in the suitcase? Uh, there's a go. How how deep are you going to dig into it? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get all the way down to the bottom. Okay, okay. Um, you're kind of going through the suitcase. Uh, you're finding a lot of stick pens. You're finding a lot of uh, a lot of clothes. You're finding a lot of uh, you know interesting bric-a-brac. You find uh, a passport. Then I'm gonna look at the passport. The passport is uh, the the picture on this passport is ugly as sin. It is an ugly, ugly, fat little man with bug eyes and just uh, he looks like somebody hit him in the shit face with a shovel. And it uh, the name on the passport it says Yuri Himdolf. Okay, so I'm gonna know because I was sent to investigate a man named Boris that these fellas share the same last name. They do, but not the same first name. All right, all right. I'm. I guess I'll get to the bottom of the. Uh, the suitcase to see if like maybe there's a, a, a like a false bottom to it like kind of tap on it to see if it's hard maybe kind of feel around to see if there's like a false bottom uh, you you don't find any kind of false bottom but you find a lot of uh, you find a lot of um, very uh, thinly constructed pieces of paper uh, and as you're pulling them out and kind of leafing through them it, they look like if you laid them on top of each other they would almost make uh, some sort of schematic. You have a high enough brain so you probably catch what's going on. They look like uh, technical uh, documentation. Okay. Like, like blueprints or something? Pretty much, except for something that's really, really detailed because as you put the layers on top of each other, you see that it's constructing a bunch of information. Well, I'm going to take out my tape recorder and I'm going to start making kind of notes to myself. All right. About what I see. Uh, I see a series of schematics for some kind of uh, uh, maybe a weapon of some kind or something of that nation. I'm going to flip through. How many of them are there? Oh, there's about 10 or 15. There's about 10 or 15. Now, what kind 
into like looking at these like is it is it obvious what it is, is can it, you read uh, russian like uh probably i can try to roll a brain like yeah go ahead roll a brain on it right, let's see if we can see what happens here if I is it, is it your brains a three yes a 10. hell yes uh, it looks like this is some sort of uh, information to convert uh, energy, gas-powered energy, into uh, a battery cell, uh, more portable source, essentially making all gas-powered vehicles or anything that runs off of gas power uh, at least 100 times more efficient. Uh, something that you see that's popped up a lot, and only because you rolled a 10. Something that you see has popped up a lot on this is uh, there seems to be a mention of a Kazuda clan. Uh, the name Kazuda, K-A-Z-U-D-A, comes up a lot. Okay. Um, and it looks like this is some sort of um, joint venture between uh, the Kazuda clan and uh, a, a Himdolf agency. Okay. Robot ninjas. Uh, so this is stuff. This is stuff that I'm going to be thinking in my tape recorder. Everything you dictated to me is, is going to be in the, in the recorder so I can have it for later. And then you hear... Um, and then I'm finally going to... Oh, go ahead. And then you're going to finally... Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, I'm good. You you interrupted me. Yeah. You're the, you the DJ. Then you hear a, a click. And it's not the click of a tape recorder button, but it's the click of the hammer of a gun being pulled back from behind you. Dun, dun, okay. Dun. Oh, snap. Kittens got claws. Now we're going to jump over. Uh, the line outside of Sweetwells normally starts around noon, even though the doors don't open till 9 p.m. It's the hottest spot on the stretch, and anyone who is anyone is trying to get in. Some for fun, some to be seen, some in the hopes of just having something dull in their numb and mundane life let out of them. One such fellow's name is uh, Dan Mayhem Mayhew, played by our good pal Jason. Jason, describe yourself to the people. Well, shucks, I don't really like talking about myself very much. Um, you know, they call me Mayhem. I, I don't like to get into that story, but I'm from Tennessee, and I got long blonde hair, kind of unkempt. I mean, I don't really even own a comb. I got wear denim. I got my lucky denim jacket and I got boots, you know. Um <laughs> any shit kicking to be done, you know, you, you gotta have boots to kick it. <laughs> and I tend to have, you know, I kinda walk around almost in the days. Uh, a lot of the time I have kind of sleepy eye. People tell me, you know, what are you even awake? And then when I get a little worked up, you know, they kinda become a little a little crazy. And uh tends to freak people out a little bit but you know most of the time i'm a pretty uh i'm pretty laid back dude oh fantastic uh so you're just standing in the crowd you're standing in this line waiting to get into sweet wells because i mean there's nothing really else to do and you, you yeah, know, man, i don't have a watch either i mean i don't know if i mentioned that but no 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 watch no i don't know i don't know how long i've been here good to know i got nowhere to go <laughs> uh as you stand in uh as you stand in the line watching the new uh, crop of the Flavor of the Month and the Bubblegum Seenster kids uh, giggling and trying their best to do look-at-me poses for the paparazzi that are circling the line like sharks with flashbulbs, uh, your ears detect a, a sound, something you're quite familiar with. 
Go ahead and uh, toss me a soul roll. That sounds familiar, whatever that is. <laughs> Let's see, my soul one. I rolled a nine. Hell yes. Uh, it's a superconducer SX1459 slipstream. The top of the line South American model, the race car engine. You hear that as it's, uh, as it's grumbling down the street. And a crowd is beginning to form uh, near where you hear that sound coming from. Up her like a bobcat. And uh, as you make your way over, you catch the sight of three souped-up race cars, all painted with uh, Day of the Dead themes, each with a silver sugar skull hood ornament. On top of one, with his face obscured by a luchador mask, is a man you know all too well. His name is Mateo Muerte. He's a two-time world champion rally racer. Yeah, I know him. From what you can gather with a quick glance, the cars uh, and people that are with him must be uh, his two racing students and their collective pit crews. Mateo is signing autographs as the paparazzi is snapping photos left and right. Yeah, I just give him the side eye. I mean, I, I raced against Mateo. He, he was all right, but, you know, before I had my, my accident, uh, I used to be able to whoop him with one leg tied behind my back. But, you know, whatever. He's going to have the attention. I don't I don't pay him really no mind. I don't want, I don't know, we need nobody taking pictures of me. You feel a tug of the hand on, uh, on your jacket. Hey, I turn around. And as you turn around, you get blinded by a flashbulb. Oh, as, come on, man. As the spots begin to fade, you hear, so how's it feel to be a has-been, sir? Man, man, I kind of blink. Uh, do I know you, sir? It's a reporter. You can clearly tell. He's, uh, he's got two or three cameras hanging around him. He's uh, got a notepad in his hand. He's kind of pointing to you. Hey, hey, Mateo, Mateo Merte. Look who's come to see you. It's the former champion, Dan Mayhem Mayhew. Come on, Mayhem, let's get a picture with you and the new champ. Kind of a before and after thing. Man, I, I ain't got no comment. Um, I look up toward the front of the line. How close do I to the front of the line am I? Uh, you're probably about five or six people away from the door. I, I try to get Francis's attention. Right. <laughs> and I try to, you know, give him the eye like, get me out of here. Um, I need to get inside the club right now. All right, uh, Francis. You know, let, let me let me let me pop a roll for my boy Francis here. See if uh. Come on, Francis. Have good stats. <laughs> Fran Francis has all right stats. Man, he got he got might. I know that. Oh, Francis got some might. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Francis sees you. Francis rolled a ten. That's my man. So Francis sees you. So this uh, this large silverback gorilla with a page boy cap and slacks and a little purple vest and a skinny tie kind of moves people out of the way with one big furry hand. Knuckle. He's really a gorilla. No, he's really a silverback gorilla. Oh, okay. And he knuckle walks over to you. What seems to be the problem, Dan? Hey, hey, Francis, man, these, these guys are trying to get me the business out here and trying to get up in my face, and I just, I need to, I need a dark corner, and I need a, a big drink, and I need to get out of here if you can help me out. 
Oh, we're more than happy to help you out, Dan. Please come this way. And as you guys start to make your way towards the door, you hear, Hey, running away again, huh? That's okay, Mayhem. That's what you do best, right? You run now. You can't drive too good, no. But you run, yeah? Damn. Mayhem, look at you. Running away. Mateo, the way you can tell this ain't no racetrack is because you could catch me right here if you tried. Oh, I'm more than willing to try, big boy. He starts walking his way over to you. The uh, sequence on his Sugar Skull Luchador mask glinting in the uh, the lights from the front of the building. He gets I, I, right up in your face. I point to his hair and I tell him that um, it looks terrible and he's going to be in all the papers the next day looking, looking bad. He, he better fix that hair up. I look bad. Have you seen yourself? Oh, come on. Let's smile for the papers together. What do you say? Man, you know that's not my scene. Oh, what is your scene now? Uh, drinky, drinky? Uh, smoky, smoky? Yeah, man. I'm going to go get a drink. That's what I'm going to do. You go back to your you go back to your photographers. You go back to all your glad handlers. People tell you you're so great. That's your lifestyle, man. That ain't my life. Fair enough. Go scurry away. <laughs> is there a uh, is there a race coming up, Anton? Is there oh, a uh... yeah yeah? There's actually three. Um, there's two exhibitions, and let me check the date real quick. There's two exhibitions. He's got a calendar. And there, I do. Uh, there's two exhibitions, and there's one prick. There's two exhibitions that are coming up in the next two weeks, and then there's actually a a major race for a pretty sizable purse coming up. Um, in about four weeks' time. What's that called? This is the Hondura Classic. Hondura. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mateo, I tell you what, this is a waste of my time. Are you going to be at the Hondura Classic? Of course I am. You going to bring that, that piece of shit car that looks pretty but don't run worth shit? Now you don't talk bad about my car. Man, you got like 10 cars. You got sponsors giving you cars all the time. You drive a new car every race. What the fuck do you care about your car for? I love all of my cars like I love all of my children. Yeah, you do have a lot of children. You have a lot of children you probably don't even know about. But I'll see you at the Honduras Classic. We take care of this on the road, man. You watch his eyes go big. Uh, them's fighting words. So he's going to try to execute a beatdown. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. The, the, yeah, he's... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, classic. Classic uh, beta personality. Thinks he's all uh, big shit. Can't take any kind of criticism. I gotta, I gotta look at something here. This would be our first combat. Yeah. So this should be fun. Tell me about it. Let me get to this section. So I'm pretty sure I have this worked out. This is all happening while Vanessa is talking to Boris. Yes, all of quotation this. marks. Oh, okay, good, yeah. good question. Boris with quotation marks. With quotation marks. So you did uh, that. I am. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Yep. If he's gonna take a swing at me, I'm gonna try to get out of the way, which is a hustle roll. 
Right. And I'm going to try to do it in such a way that he punches the biggest dude in the line in the face. The biggest dude would be Francis. Well, other than Francis. Okay. <laughs> I got Because that would just be real. This would get funny. Um, no, I don't want, I don't, I, I don't hit Francis. You know, I don't get him Francis hit. But some, some, some guy who's like, you know, pref- preferably somebody who's been snickering at this whole encounter. Right. Wearing a, a sugar skull patch. And uh, or something, um, not a patch, but like a uh, like a fan. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to goad him into you know like get out of the way, right? Have him swing and, and punch this other guy. Gotcha. So I guess we're gonna roll off against each other. Roll off. Roll off. All right. I got an eight. I don't have any bonus, huh? Mm-mm. He's a lot of talk, but he's not that tough. That's good to know. I also got an eight. Ooh. So do we say tie goes to the player? I don't know, man. That's up to you. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, that's, that's always been a house rule of mine uh, in any game I've run, so I'm just going to go with it as long as you guys are cool with it. Um, tie goes to the player. So you managed to move out of the way. He doesn't hit somebody else, but he clearly misses you. Now he's steamed, and his, uh, his, his crew is starting to get together, too, and they're starting to kind of build a crowd up around you guys. It looks like you and Francis are about to be in for a bit of a, a tussle, if you would. Okay. Um, Do I notice a commotion? Yeah, I'm, kinda, I'm thinking, like, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, saying something about, like, do you really want to be, you know, banned from the hottest uh, club in town? That would definitely be a good for the rest of your natural life. I don't know that Vanessa's aware of any of this, but yeah, there's there's I not mean, really windows that that show to the outside of a nightclub. Yeah, use the, use the maybe the <clears throat> yeah, they're outside. I forgot. Yeah, I'm trying to find my. Um... Oh, there it is. Okay, okay. I had to check the what playing hurt does. Gotcha. But unless I get hit, it doesn't matter. All right. So um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll try that kind of thing. I was like, um, man, you make it a fool of yourself. You want to throw hands with me and Francis? That's fine. But I would think about whether or not you, you know, you ever want to think about showing your face at at Sweetwaters at Sweetwells again? Because man, I guarantee you. you you ain't gonna be welcome here no more if you start this shit. I am a luchador. I never show my face. And he goes like he's gonna cock back. <laughs> <laughs> he goes back like he's gonna he's gonna land a punch on you. And you see this gorilla arm come from next to you. Oh shit, look at that roll. And uh and land a punch on him. <laughs> okay. Uh, He's going to have to wear a mask for a different reason. <laughs> Francis, is, his arm connects solid with this guy, solid in the chest. But it's almost like it doesn't hurt him. It's almost like he absorbs it. Not the arm itself, but the impact of the blow. <laughs> it would be weird if he absorbed the whole arm. I didn't arm. think he absorbed his arm yet. Yeah, but, but the impact of the blow seems to have done nothing. And even Francis kind of looks at you with the tilted eye. Like, what just happened? Huh. Um, 
So, all right. Have I heard any rumors about Mateo? Well, they say that he's made quite a few deals with the dead. With the dead. With the dead. With the dead. So he he could be he could be he could be a zombie. And as that thought crosses your mind, I want you to throw me a hustle. Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Oh, one d twenty. That's a that's a bit of mm-hmm. habit. Funny, it's an accident when you do it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. Good. So this isn't going to hurt you, but it's still going to suck. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, the, the roll is more to the roll with the punch and not uh, get broken. Uh, broken? Yeah, he reels back and hits you. And you think right before that punch lands... I finally died that you might have died because you see a crimson specter of the Reaper himself for just a second. I'm ready. Take me home. And he hits you so hard. It feels like a grown man and a gorilla just punched you square in the chest. And what, you like, like in a tandem? Yeah, in ta- almost at the same time. It feels like you've been double hit. And you, so, <laughs> did, did he redirect the the kinetic energy? Where, yes. where, where where's Buddy when you need him? He, and you you fly through the air. You are airborne, and then you arc, and you're as you're hanging there, a good ten feet <laughs> off the ground. You think maybe the end has finally come. Oh, thank the Lord! And then you look back behind <laughs> you to see. You are heading straight for two of the strangest looking dudes you've ever seen in your life. And we're going to jump from you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was way weirder than I thought it would be. Yeah. Sixty-six point six on your dial. K-Bob, Seaside City's Finest. We're the So walking down the strip, uh, right. walking, walking down the strip, you can see all sorts of citizens of Seaside City. There's panhandlers and street hustlers, movers and shakers, makers of dreams. One such dream baker uh, goes by the name of Johnny Sparks, the rocker with the robot arm, played by a friend Jim. Jim, go ahead and describe yourself. That's me, baby. Uh, back in the year 20XDX, I was a soldier. I got sent back in time to take out this guy named Robert Denby who's going to bring on the incredible apocalypse but uh i did my job and uh, denby's gone and i saved the universe saved the timeline but now the future i came from doesn't exist anymore so decided to just play it mellow be cool hang out in the 70s play some rock and roll do things i love man so that's where i'm coming from and i've invented i decided to uh, jump the game a little bit and invent the guitar spreading the guitar love all around sea city well, as you're spreading that love, uh, strolling down the stretch, enjoying the sights and sounds of the hottest part of Seaside City, uh, a man walks up to you. He's dressed all in white and gold, a uh, cowboy hat. He's got a vest. He's got a bolo tie made of jade. Uh, he's got jade beads on his wrist and jade spurs on his white cowboy boots. And he says, uh, well, excuse me, sir. My name is Bo Mafune. 
And I am looking for a, uh, it looks at a scrap of paper. I'm looking for a Sweet Wells discotheque. Could you possibly help me? Everybody knows the Sweet Wells is, man. Uh, except for the drivers through turkeys, they don't know about it. But said big old line over there starts about noon every day. And right now it's going all the way around the block. Let's get your ass in the Sweet Wells, man. So, you know, keep it mellow. Maybe Francis will let you in the door, you know what I mean? <laughs> Now, being in the know, uh, you know, as you are, you know that only three short blocks away uh, is Sweetwells, and you can see the little line from here. Right. That's why I point out to them. Because, you know, I'm not a turkey man. I like to help people out when I can. You know what I mean? Uh, could you? So so I go I go down that way, down the strip. I point them in the right direction. Yeah, right down there. We'll see where that line is. Uh, point out the line to them. And, uh, yeah, just right down there, man. You'll be fine. I don't know. I don't know how well how easy you're gonna get in because, like you said, there's a lot of people there. But good luck, man. You, you get the feeling looking at this guy that if you sent him to the club by himself, it would be like sending a lamb into a lion's den. He looks uh, he looks like a country boy or a holy man or some mixture of the two. Uh, and he's kind of looking at you with those big puppy dog eyes, like he's just horribly lost and and needs a little bit of help getting wherever he's going. Wow, man, you know, I'm, I can't help but notice you're out of place like a Disco Sex t-shirt at an Earth, Wind, and Fire concert now. <laughs> what exactly are you looking for over at Sweetwell's? Well, well um, I'm, I'm looking for uh, Miss Sweetwell because I've been told that she's a woman one goes to when they need something found of a more martial nature. Um, see, when he looks around, my monastery in Texas is about to be foreclosed on. And uh, we were going to sell our Fallen Star die show. Uh, you have a brain jack you want to throw me? Yeah, I will, because my brains are zero. Oh, that's fantastic. So I'll make this all, all the more fun. Hold on, let's get it to it. Yeah, I rolled a two. Yeah, you I'm have just, no idea. What I'm, I'm eating it up. I'm like, yeah, huh? That's right. It's green, man. Dude, that all sounds right. fantastic. Hey, that sounds uh, awesome, that, dude. You know what? That's like, XP, bro. That's that's XP. You got the XP. That sounds like a, that sounds like a cool scene you got going. <laughs> well, our fallen star die show has been stolen, uh, and uh, and 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 you know, being robbed, I was told that uh, weapons are being sold fairly liberally in Seaside City, and that Miss Sweetwell uh, has connections, and she could might. Direct me where to find and buy them back. Well, um, Miss Sweetwell's a really hep lady, man. She's a happening lady for sure. Uh, she doesn't just sell uh, to anybody who walks in off the street, though. Well, I, I don't. I don't imagine that someone with her uh, her her gentle countenance and uh, and good natured uh, reviews by those out and about uh, someone like her would sell or steal uh, our belongings. But she might know where one could go and look and, and find these things. So I'm, I'm hoping that she might be able to give me a lead on, on where I would go to pick such a thing up. Well, I can tell you right now, she's probably uh, in the middle of her business right now, man. As you can see, her club is way packed. It's, it's a jamming happening spot, bro. There do seem to be a lot of pe people there. Is that a flying man? Uh, <laughs> that could be. Uh, there's, there's, I, I noticed the, uh, the, gra the, the, uh, the grandma samurai are here, too. Hey, ladies, how you doing? All right, uh, keeping it mellow. Cool. You you want to go ahead and throw me a, a soul check, Jim? Sure. Eleven. Nice. Wow. 
All right. Yeah, I got a lot of soul, man. I keep it mellow, you know what I mean? You got soul and you're super bad. <laughs> uh, almost almost um, supernaturally, you could say, uh, with your robot arm, you reach out and pluck a man out of the air uh, who, has, <laughs> who is falling towards you. Uh, as, as you grab him, you notice his nose is bloody. Uh, his ribs look like they might be uh, a little bit bruised, but you kind of watch as it's... They're concave. Yeah. Is the word you're looking for. And they seem to be mending themselves a little bit as you look at them. It's almost like the, the splitting on the face is closing itself up. Wow. I know nobody will get this reference for 15 years, but you remind me of Wolverine, buddy. <laughs> How you feeling? You okay? You mellow? Everything all right? Can I get you some Swan, TJ Swan, Mellow Nights? Uh, Man, I'm more. I like, I like dogs better than Wolverines. But <laughs> what was the name of that car that hit you, pal? It looked like you got hurt pretty bad. Man, I I don't know. It, I I feel like when that guy hit me, it was like a bunch of people hit me at one time. I mean, I've been punched by man and by monkeys, but never by monkey men. <laughs> Oh, I see you met Francis. Yeah, he's a have cat. He's a oh, man, he's, dude, man. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. He came over to try to help me against this guy, Mateo. He's he's the leader of one of them race gangs, and he's got kind of a vendetta against me. Oh, and sounds, sounds like a real jive turkey. He he is. He is a jive. I don't I don't really <laughs> know the lingo because they don't really talk like that in tennis. Is he running like after uh Dan now? Or is he just you, Mateo? Yeah. No, no, no. Mateo has stopped. He's he stopped the onslaught. He hit him once, and and they're actually packing back up and going. He's back. probably bragging to all yeah. the orders around about he just killed a man. With his yeah, I didn't know if he was like gonna try to finish you off or what. Right. You, you remember that old uh, Sylvester cartoon? It's a neat trick, but you can only do it once. <laughs> uh, like Sylvester and Tweety. Yeah. Yeah, and he sets himself on fire and explodes and dies. And so, yeah, he's a neat trick. <laughs> It's a neat trick back in the day. Oh, no. okay. Mateo's got a neat trick, but he can't do it very often. Ah, gotcha. All right. yeah. Wow, you better you better steer clear of that jive over there, man. You might get really hurt. Are you okay? You need an ambulance or something? You need a doctor? Oh, no, man. I'm all right. I mean, unfortunately. Um, it's, yeah, it's a long story, but ain't nothing really hurt me for long. I have a little bit of whiskey, and I'll feel right as rain. But I can't really avoid that guy, man. He's a bar in my saddle, and I'm going to have to put him down. Yeah, he sounds like he's bad news, man, all around. Real jive. Yeah, and I, and I got I got a, a little bit of a, of a whiff of something strange off of this guy, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I noticed your, your arm is all shiny and kind of like a robot. Yeah, it's my robot arm. Pretty cool, huh? Oh man, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that is pretty cool. Pretty, pretty groovy, huh? Yeah. I like How does that. that kind of thing happen? That's a long story, friend. But listen, I'm on my way over to Sweetwells with my new friend here. What was your name again? There, googly eyes. Or... <laughs> my, my name is Bo Mafune. Bo Mafune. I'm sorry about that, Bo. I'm terrible at names. Anyway, we're headed over. To Sweet sounds Wells. like he's from my neck of the woods. We're headed over to see Vanessa over at her establishment over there. You know, maybe chill out, have some, uh, have some Michelobes, and uh, have a good time. What do you, yeah, you say? Man. Let's go on over there. <laughs> Let me buy you a drink, man. Thank you, thank hey, you for you know interrupting my my moonshot. No problem, buddy. Hey, anything I do to help you out, I can. So, so in the nature of uh, of, of of cliffhangers and good plot jumps, I'm going to actually jump to Bobby real quick, and then we'll get back over to John. Uh, it'll make sense as we go. 
Uh, I trust him. I don't know about you guys, but I trust I trust I just, Anton. I like to grab flying dudes out of the air as they go by. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. It's how we were talking about You plucked me like a fruit. Uh, you hear that hammer cock of the gun behind you. What do you do? You heard the cock hammer. Yeah, you heard the cock hammer. You heard the cock hammer. Say now, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's causing all this? You you feel the gun nudge into your shoulder blades as if it's motioning you to get up. Get up? Was I struck down? (laughs) Well, you would. Was I hit? You were kneeling, looking through all the paperwork and the. In the suitcases. Oh, I thought I just had. I thought I was standing, just flipping through. I was unaware that I was on my knees. Then okay, <laughs> hold, hold on. Hold you on. It takes him a while to get up. You gotta give me a second <laughs> to get up, which is. I need my cane. We're gonna have to come back. This will take a few turns. You gotta get. You gotta give me a second because my bones are, are achy and don't move as well as they used to. Many years in a square circle. <laughs> It's uh, on account of an old accident, you understand, an airplane crash. Uh, one of the only survivors I was, so I, I, I kind of pushed myself up slowly, kind of off the, oh, I guess, off the, 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 the dresser where the, the, uh, the suitcase was, and I stand all six, six foot for me, you understand. So now I don't know where this gun would be pointed on my person. <laughs> and you, and you hear. You hear a voice from behind you. <coughs> now, what do you think you are doing here? It's Peter Laurie. Oh. It, it is, I say. Uh, I guess I was at this party and I got, got lost. And I was trying to think, make my way back in. Think very carefully. Uh, I will know if you are lying. I'm thinking. I mean, maybe I was at this party with these fine women. You understand? And I, I got lost at the party. They told me they was gonna meet me in the bedroom. So we was gonna do a little get down boogie, get down boogie fever. You understand? I wanted to make sure I wasn't being set up by one of these fine girls. You understand? Because you know these 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 women, they 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 move too fast sometimes. I I, I just stumbled in here. Please be too turning around. Uh, I, of course, baby. And I turn slowly around to my right, and I and I'm face to face with said fellow. No, you're face to face with a 70 year old woman dressed in a floor length black dress. Her silver hair is in a bow. Oh, hello. She has a, uh, a bulky leather belt around her waist holding a, a large, uh, there's a holster for a large caliber pistol that's now pointed directly at you. And a multitude of extra clips. Hmm. You are armed to the teeth, I see. I just... This is some clear misunderstanding. I just want to make my way on out of here. No, no, no. I think you will explain what you are doing here. I told you. I thought I, I was in with these fine women. You were not here with these we fine women. I will know if you were here with the women. Uh, why are you in my brother Yuri's room? Uh, who is... Uh, who... I was waiting for some of these fine girls to come into the bedroom. We was going to have a little get down boogie fever. She pulls the trigger and a bullet whizzes by your head. Oh. Whoa. I will ask you one more time. All right, I'm going to just swing at this old lady. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> negotiations have broken down. <laughs> yes, negotiations have failed miserably here. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna swing at her. Now we talked about uh, my might is a plus one. Right. Um, you wanted me to roll three d six. Yes. And and drop the highest because of the. Because <coughs> she's seventy. No, it, w- it would be three d six. Drop the lowest. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's a twelve. I did shit. Yeah, oh, you, you you connect me. hard. Damn. Mm-hmm. What Wait. did you do to that lady? She uh she collapses. Man, you hit her just square in the face. She hits the floor. <laughs> well, I guess I better make my way out of here then. <laughs> and I, and I, you think? I got an old lady. I mean, no, no crazy. On, no. I mean, she did bitch. have a gun on you. She but... shot at me. I mean, what the hell? Touch a target practice, mama. And I just kind of kick over to the. I uh, pick up her pistol. Oh, actually, I don't want to pick it up because like, it's hard for me to bend right. down. So I just kind of kick her and her pistol kind of out of the way. And I, I, I quickly get the fuck As out. As you're making your way to the door, uh, two or three of the ladies are there. What did you do to Miss Boris? <laughs> I, I, don't even, I don't even talk to him. I just keep moving. That's Boris. Yep. Boris Anastasia. I just keep moving. Mm. I just keep moving. Okay, so you're, you're making your way through them? Now, are you Yeah, I'm just, that? I mean... Well, because if I'm looking, if you're talking about we were in the room, and so yep. I am just going to kind of, I guess, go back out the way I came. I'm going to climb up the ladder and go back out the, uh, uh, back out towards the pool, climb up the ladder and go out towards the elevator. Makes sense to me. All right, so you start making your way to the elevator, and then, well, you make your way up the ladder. You make mm-hmm. your way to the elevator. And then I'm guessing that you uh, jump in the elevator? Yes. And make your way back down? Yes. All right. That is what is happening. All right. Meanwhile, back at the club. 12. God, I crushed that bitch's face. <laughs> so, hold on. That's like somebody's grandma, man. Damn, man. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you boys are walking into the club. As uh, I was brought up, Francis just kind of <laughs> takes you in. He doesn't even make you wait in line. Hey, thanks, Francis. How you doing, buddy? I do a little like handshake. We worked out. I smile at him. My teeth, my tooth falls out. <laughs> and uh, and Mr. Mafune, he's uh, he's following you guys in. Toshiro uh, Mafune. <laughs> Bo, Bo Mafune. Oh, Bo Mafune. Oh, he related. Bo. He is related, actually. I love the Seven Samurai. Me too. Um, so, uh, John, Vanessa sees across the way, uh, Francis letting three fellas in. You recognize Johnny. All right. Uh, you don't recognize the other two. One of them looks real weird. Looks like a cross between a Shaolin monk and a cowboy. Okay. Uh, and all three of them just kind of come in in a little group. Uh, and, you know, they're, they're just kind of walking to the door. And Francis kind of gives you a, a little sign, like, you might want to hear this. Like a little hand signal, you know? Gentlemen. <laughs> Why does it smell like juicy fruit in here? <laughs> I think we're, uh, I think we got some, we can do some business probably. I'll, I'll get back to you later. I have to go see about my, uh, 
what my doorman is uh, getting up to over there. Seem to be a little commotion. Well, we'll we'll wait here for you to to talk more when you're done. All right. Uh, she uh, skates her way over to the front. And uh, she does she wear there. skates like actual skates? Yeah, she's roller skating around the uh, disco, man. Nice. So, you know, she's got to run the show, man. She's got to get be able to get back and forth real quick. Yeah. Um, I like the visual. Man, uh, she gets up to you guys and she looks over at Johnny. She goes, "Man, what a fry that guy is! Hey, Dad, I can't wait. I gotta get that chump out of here." He's She's ruining the scene. She's motioning over to this portly, fat, little chihuahua-faced looking man uh, in the corner with two big old goons standing next to him. Well, the turkey's giving you trouble. You need any help there? I'd be happy to help you out there, Vanessa. No, they, they might be clients. Can you dig it? But it's, it's good. I just hey, take to, care of business and send them on their way. Not to be all business and no pleasure, but... Uh, I ran into this dude out on the street. Uh, I told him I'd at least give him the you know, introduction and uh, leave the rest up to you. No promises. It's a pleasure to meet you. And she shakes her. She puts her hand out. Well, well, it's very and she's good. like squeezing her, like unintentionally sque- <laughs> squeezing her cleavage at the same time. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with himself. His face is, is a pale white. Uh, it's, it's as if you can blush into paleness. Um, you can tell that he has not been around women. Uh, just by the the look on his face, he wouldn't know what to do with one if he got his hands on it. So he's he's just a very very confused boy right now. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I I kind of lean into hey this uh this crazy cat's a monk. You might want to turn down the sex appeal there, Tiger. <laughs> oh, am I doing that again? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh <laughs> shit. Um, I guess I better put these things away. Oh, thank you very much, ma'am. Um, I, I believe. Oh, She's oh. like, I'll leave you boys to it. Oh, uh, ma- uh, ma'am, ma'am, before you before what? you leave, I've been I've been told that you were uh, the type of person one might talk to in order to to find something. Is that true? Oh, what are you getting at? Well, uh, I, I've had some things stolen from my family. Uh, our monastery in Texas has been robbed, and uh, I've been told that uh, somewhere here in Seaside City, the things that have been stolen are going to be uh, sold. And I was wondering if you could possibly direct me uh, to where one might procure uh, black market items or items that might not want to be uh, shown in public. Hmm, I might be able to do you a solid. I would be totally grateful, ma'am. Listen. Why don't you hang out for a while? And I'll get back to you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Just take us, have some fun. Cut loose. Go cut a rug. Monk style. <laughs> monk, yeah, monk. This place is all about boogieing, so let's get Monk style. <laughs> he looks out of his depth, just completely lost. He has no idea what's going on. All right, man. Uh, her, her intention now is to get this smelly dude out of the club. Tell, get him to come back. Right on. Um, so you're gonna head your way your way tomorrow back tomorrow or the next day, depending on when she thinks she, she does. She have enough actual stuff on hand to fill their order, oh, yeah. or is it? Oh yeah. I mean, 
Like she has a stockpile that big of yeah, she, weaponry. She's pretty much uh, picture like an airplane hangar, All fully right. kitted out. That that's that's the resources she can draw from right now. Well, then uh, she would only do this kind of big business uh, after after about you know six a.m. when the last stragglers are getting out of the club and the and the staff is done cleaning because the place would be closed up at that point and empty. And then so she can uh, get a big haul out back because uh, uh, her <clears throat> her storage and everything is under the club, right? Like uh, yeah, yeah, warehouse, so to speak. Dance floor actually opens up and it lifts. Good, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so yeah, she so she'll go back over there, and uh, so what she wants is she wants these guys to get out of there now. So she'll. So I, I would like to make a smooth roll, talk them into leaving and coming back in the morning and saying, you know, this place, uh, she's going to go over there and uh, she's going to talk to them. She's like, all right, gentlemen, seems like we got a deal. So we can, why don't you come back first thing in the morning, right as the sun up, sun up, and meet me around back of the building. Ooh, excellent, excellent. Yes, we will be back then. And she's thinking to herself that, uh, you know, if she talks to to Bobby. Bobby. Uh, Buddy, I mean. I'm sorry. She Buddy. talks to Buddy and gets his information before then. And if, if she doesn't like what she hears, then she just won't show up. Makes sense to me. Um, you don't even make, need to make the roll. They're, they're good with that. You told them that you'd make a deal. So uh, he heads out with his goons and, uh, and says he'll see you in the morning. You can go out back if you'd like. <laughs> you don't want the people in the in the line to see his face. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I just, I mean, he's uh, man. She's, this club has a, such a good rep for a reason. This this kind of person doesn't hang around long, stinking up the place. Chumps like this. Low standards. <laughs> so, uh, Bobby, you are. Uh, Vacuuming. Vacuuming? <laughs> Revin, he's the, no, that was uh, Mateo revving his engine as he was leaving. Nice. Just the, just the, ed, just the fan on the computer, baby. <laughs> so you are, uh, you're, the, the elevator doors to the boiler room open up, and you find yourself face-to-face with three men in suits, hmm. all of them holding uh, rather large caliber handguns and pointed them directly at you. Cool. I, I believe you need to go back upstairs. Uh, I don't think I know what you're talking about. I'm going to roll a smooth to see if I can get myself out of this. <laughs> do it. Do it. Let's make it happen. Come on, buddy. Come on. Come on, man. Hang on. Oh, oh. fine. Yeah. That's good. Or maybe we were waiting for someone else. Uh, you, okay. Uh, go on by. And I just keep on going, baby. I want to hear the speech that he made. <laughs> that accompanied that role. <laughs> bring on the speech. Come on, Bobby. That's it? I, I just, I just quietly moved through. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm like good a, to be true. I'm like a ghost. I'm like a ghost. So you make your way, uh, you make your way out, and uh, where are you heading? What's your what's your exit strategy? Uh, I'm going back to the to the club, I guess. I'm going to make sure that I'm not followed. Are you uh, driving? Are you are you taking a bus? Well, or? how far how how far am I away from the club at this point? Uh, <laughs> I said driving. I like I like the idea of Buddy having to ride the bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get my uh, ass on the bus. Uh, the other day. Just just a second. I gotta count my change out. <laughs> um, you're probably, I mean, with with your your you know mobility issues, you're probably safer driving. I'd say you're a good three or four miles away. All right, so I'm gonna, like I said, I I parked my beautiful LTD a few, mm. uh, maybe a block maybe a block away from the from the hotel, and then I get into my car and That's casually bus. and casually drive away. All right. Like, like you got a care in the world, baby. As casually as you can drive away after you've murdered a, a woman, an octogenarian. I didn't murder. I, I just, I just punched her in the face. You don't know she's alive. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Whatever. So you make your way back to the club. Yes. And what's your game plan once you get there? Well, I'm gonna look for uh, my main my main lady. I'm gonna look for Vanessa. I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of breeze through the line because uh, buddy, what? I don't wait no lines. You understand? I'm gonna see my main man at the front door. Uh, Francis. Mr. Francis, I'm gonna give Francis uh, a little handshake. I don't do none of them new handshakes. You understand? None of them big motions. I just <laughs> stick out my hand the old fashioned way and shake a man's hand and look at him in the eye and say. Francis, it's a pleasure to see you tonight, baby. And also tell him too. I, I kind of bring him close to me, and I say, "Look, Francis, uh, uh, they may be some fellas, some scare-looking boys coming looking for me tonight. So if uh, if anybody comes around here looking for the great butter white, telling you a scene, I'm a ghost, baby. I didn't come this way. Ain't nobody uh, uh, seeing me tonight. Maybe have one of yo have one of your valets." park my car, maybe uh, uh, maybe have it bring them to my house so they know my vehicle ain't here, baby, because the LTD, everybody knows it, everybody sees it. So maybe maybe have somebody move my car for me, bring it back to my house, you understand? So and, and, and keep the story going of me not being here. Well, is that all right with you, baby? I have not seen anything, Mr. White. That's what I like, Daddy, and I reach into my, I reach into my, tight denim jeans and I have a crisp $10 bill that I hand to my main man Francis at the door bringing my cash total down to 90 bucks <laughs> and I make my way into the club and I make my way into the club right on all right I, so. appreciate, I appreciate the help Francis where is Vanessa around yeah I'm sure Vanessa is around in the club no. Yeah, man, she's uh, she's she's skating around behind the bar, serving helping serve drinks, chatting people up, getting upselling all kinds of stuff. Now, when she sees me, uh, I have a, a maybe a look that she ain't okay. gonna get because she ain't the brightest girl in the whole wide world. So I'm just gonna tell her, <laughs> I'm gonna tell her, hey, Mrs. Mrs. Sweetwell, we need to go back to your office, baby, if you got a minute. All right, let's make our way back there. <laughs> Your voice 
It sounds as lovely as ever, baby. Like I've been touched by the angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you make me blush every time, buddy. <laughs> so good. So good. All right, man. Uh, so we mosey on back to the back office. So that means that you two are out front with Bo, right? Yeah, we just, I mean, I just introduced him to Vanessa. I just introduced him to Vanessa. Right. Jason and, then, and Jim are out front with Bo. Then I'm going to, like, you know, I want to talk to Bo. Bo, Bo, Bo Mifune. Bo oh, Bo, know, yeah, okay. And then the Bo Bo Belinsky over there. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I'm just trying to make sure that I got everybody where they are. car gang? Will Buddy White be able to live down how hard he hit that old woman? Will Vanessa Sweetwell be able to help both the Shaolin monk from Texas and the strange stinky man who wants weaponry, although he's already packing X-Tac? And finally, will Johnny get to play his keytar on the main stage? For the answers to all these questions and more, tune in next time for Spirit of 77, Heavy Gigs in Seaside City. And this is K-Bomb, signing off. I will say that it's one thirty, and I don't know how much longer I'm going to be. Yeah, I, I mean, we can we can stop, dude. It's all good. That would be awesome. I, I'm having fun, but like my boy's birthday was today, and I'm still stuck from that, man. Uh, hey, man, yeah. I gotta be up, and I gotta be up at five. So. Oh, dude. That's okay, you win. Right around the corner. Yeah. Wait. So let's uh, let's call it. What about what about calling it a night? Yeah, we can call it a night right now. That's fine with me. We got a good start. Yeah, we laid down a lot of good foundation. I think. It definitely got the ball rolling. I'm excited to see how this is going to play out. There was, there's been some unexpected twists, so that makes me happy. I may have killed a woman accidentally tonight, but that's <laughs> really But I don't, th- I don't think so because I rolled, I rolled so high that like I just wanted to knock her out, and I, I was successful. I get to use my extending robot arm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, definitely a good game, guys. I think I think it's a little rocky just on my part, but what? Uh, yeah, no, I man. think we'll get a. I, I don't really think so. I think maybe you would say that no matter what. Then I, thought, I, I think you, this is a really good job. I think this this is.
this is more of a role-playing game as opposed to rolling dice, and I think it's got a good vibe. Sweet. I'm yeah, very happy. Role-playing role characters. Yeah, cool. that's good. Oh, so it's, uh, it's cool because, yeah, the dice rolls only come in once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're pretty straight up easy to follow. I really like the system, so I mean, I think it'll be fun. Uh, the the one shot probably just gauging the time that we spent tonight, probably maybe four to five sessions at most, um, at about this length. So eleven to what one? Eleven, twelve, twelve to one. So like two hours. I think we'll be pretty solidly through the first story. And this 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 game seems like a at least this world that we've kind of built of Seaside City seems like a fun environment to kind of tell more stories in too. So I think it's cool. Oh yeah, man. I got so many seeds. It's going to be fun. Like no, just, but I, what I'm saying is like, I think it would be cool. Like if let's say Jim wanted to roll a game and you could have oh, a gotcha. character and play it, you know what I'm saying? No, I got you. So or, yeah. Cool, or man. even just playing different characters. Like, cause I could even imagine Vanessa, for example, would, uh, take some adventures off to uh, run, like run the club you know while other characters could be introduced or yeah that was kind of the the basis for having the uh, the b-sides is so that there could be a multitude of people who could you know try different things try different characters yeah. come in it's cool club. man it's, it's heroes for hire it's awesome thanks yeah, man dude. i appreciate it yeah, yeah that was so, good thanks man 